Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Adelamarcy uh, Unplugged. I'm your host, Adelamarcy, and we're sponsored by Adelamarcy.com. I've just said my name three times in a row. That feels freaking weird. Uh, we're also sponsored by purelyhosting.com slash Adel. Go there, get your hosting. It's pretty good. I like You guys know should know by now where I'm getting at with that. Yes, but we're also sponsored today's show by two more websites that kind of lead to the same place. Um, what was I, I've actually forgotten. What, the Art of Ori, is that it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, the I, I almost said the master of imagination.com. That would be giving him a bit too much credit and honestly his he he would probably love me forever for that one. Um and no, also, I think I owned that one. Oh uh, yeah. Do you own that Let's one? See. Let me see. While, while he's while master he's doing of Let's see. Yeah, that takes you to OriBengal.com. Okay, so MasterOfImagination.com. Damn it, seriously, such a good name. And also OriBengal.com, uh, all the sites sponsored by, the, basically this episode, sponsored by our host, by the guy that we're having on the show, our guest. I was going to say our host, and I was like, that'll just be me, but I'm not Ori. Um, Ori Bengal. So Ori's here. Yay! Yay! For the people that don't know, Ori has been, we've been friends since 09? I think oh eight oh nine something like that. Yeah. Uh, back in my couch surfing days. Yeah, when you were known as couch surfing Ori, and we met through internet marketing, super friends, a bunch of random cool people, including our very very good successful friend, uh, Joanna Kinsman, who is doing amazingly right now. Yeah. Um. God, it's crazy because like Ori's known me since I was a teenager, essentially. <laughs> I'm now twenty six, which feels really weird because. He's done way cooler shit than I have. And I'm like, God damn it. He went couch surfing for a while. I haven't even done that yet. It's on the to-do list. Always catching up to the man. So, Ori, what have you been up to? Because we've calculated, well, you calculated for that, what? You're coming up to your the end of your fourth year in April 23rd or 21st? Uh, April 23rd, yeah. It's going to be the start of my fifth year of creating art every single day. Um... Now, I say creating art because it started out, I said, I'm going to do a, a drawing a day. A drawing turned to painting, painting turned to sculpting. Uh, over the last couple of weeks, I've gotten into jewelry design, and that seems to be um, the thing that's really sticking. Um, every single piece that I've posted, people have been like, oh, can I buy it? Even though half the time they're... Uh, you know, I'm just doing them in, in 3D, so it's it doesn't really exist, but it is designed for uh, 3D printing, CNC machining, or other digital uh, fabrication technique. But we do live in this beautiful world where, you know, half... Uh, you know, you can create stuff off your laptop or, or whatever device you have, wherever you go, and then you can send it off to be machined. That's obviously part of the process. You know, their jewelry is, um, there's a whole lot more to it, um, more than just having the thing made. There's uh, stone setting, there's, uh, and I'm still brand new to this stuff. That's the funny thing. Like, uh, I'm already getting hired to, some girl hired me to design her husband's wedding band, and, um, wow. Yeah, I was like, you know, I have, I don't actually have any of these in my hands. And she's like, yeah, I know, well, we've seen your stuff. We love it. I'm like, all right, yeah, I won't turn down business. Yeah, that's always a good rule. Don't turn it down. Now, I've, I've, I can't believe I've never asked you this because I've always wondered what got you to do this. Because I, like, I actually literally remember the day you put up on Facebook, guys, I'm taking this challenge. This is what I'm doing, and it wasn't. Wait, did you have the party where you like? Ed sheeted it up as Jesus because that was the only you got to do everything. I can't remember if that was a few weeks before this. Oh uh, well, no! Now you're uh, the 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 two didn't have anything to do with it, but yeah, oh, no, it, I just it, remember it was around the same time. That's all I remember. So I remember it, uh, one image, and then you're like a, a few weeks later, you're like, guys, I'm going to do art every day. Just hold me accountable. <laughs> I don't remember when the Jesus thing was, but yeah, uh, internet marketing party. Um, which is David Gonzalez uh, in, in Austin, Texas. He's got this fantastic event. And he's also got, of course, uh, a San Diego version on occasion. Uh, I think there's going to be one in February again since um, traffic and conversion is coming up. Mm -hmm. But, 
Yeah, he had a Halloween edition, and I was called up by some friends saying, "Hey, we're we're on our way to get you. You got, uh, I think it was twenty minutes, thirty minutes. You know, before we're over there, uh, we're taking you to Internet Marketing Party, and it's a Halloween edition, so you better have a costume." I'm like, "I don't have a costume." They're like, "Well, you got twenty minutes to figure it out." I said, "All right." I already had like uh, long hair and. Uh, my parents jokingly called me Jesus. We're Jewish. We're from Israel. So, you know, they're just kind of saying it because, you know, I kind of look like him with the uh, long hair. And I always wear flip-flops. You know, that dude was kind of known for sandals. So I said, all right, well, uh, got 20 minutes. I took some duct tape. I took apart my bed frame and I made a cross from that uh, duct tape and wood and, uh, I took my sheets and I made, you know, like a little Jesus toga thing and uh, I wore the cross, the toga, the flip-flops and I won best costume of the night, which uh, was, you know, hilarious. I think everyone just was afraid about my, you know, because I made the threat that if they don't vote for me for best costume, I will send them to eternal damnation. Um, I thought you were going to say, I'm going to turn all your wine into water, just, you know. <laughs> we make <laughs> you sober, son. That's how we do things here. <laughs> that that probably would have worked even better. Uh, the, the funny thing was that the, the prize was a bar tab, and I was like, you know, I could just have turned all the water into booze anyways. But yes, Jesus was known for Turning water into wine, not turning it into Long Island iced teas like I was that night. But the question wasn't actually um, about the Jesus thing. What, what got the art started. You just also asked about the Jesus thing at the same time. So, uh, yeah, there's there's actually, uh, there actually I, I can tell you exactly what uh, was responsible for that. So... I've always been doodling. Uh, I've always been creative, hyper-creative. I would even say, uh, you know, my mom always tells me the stories about when I was in third grade, you know, and she went to the parent-teacher conference, and the teacher was like, oh, yeah, or he's like one of our brighter students. He's always raising his hands. He's always getting all the right answers, blah, blah, blah. I was always doodling. I was always taking notes. Or when I actually looked at his notebook, there was not a single word written, and apparently he's just been doodling the entire year and participating in class, and I just thought I was taking notes. So, yeah, you know, I was, was kind of from an early age. I was, I was doodling and stuff, but I never had, and it's a great thing that you're an internet marketing crowd that you'll, um, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, you're the art guy or you're the couch surfing guy, but they kind of miss. The part where, while I was couch surfing, I launched an internet marketing product called Make WordPress Easy, and it did really well. And I bring that up because that was that took a lot of in order to get that done. I had to go against my nature of you know procrastinating and all this other stuff, and. So I got it done. I used accountability was what got me to complete tool. And um, so, um, you know, this is, I also actually had, as I was growing up, I was also, you know, I was still doing art. I was just, I never practiced. I bought all these books when I was a kid and when I was older, and I'd never actually read them. You know, sadly, though, we don't learn through osmosis. And uh, so I just didn't have discipline and willpower and all that kind of stuff. So I never got great. I just had whatever natural talent I had. So, you know, I had a good party trip. Anyone who actually put in the hours and did the hard work, you know, was a better artist. And uh, I see your categories. Pretty much. And, just um, meowing. Exactly. No, so what happened was uh, in in uh, 2001, I was living in South Beach. I was dating this girl, and she's like, oh, my God, your art is so good. I never considered a gig as an artist. You know, I was, like, going to pursue 3D animation and stuff. And um, 
I was dating this girl, and she's like, oh, my God, your stuff's so great. And I'm like, oh, thanks. But, you know, it was, it was just a hobby. I was just doing it for fun. And, and she's like, no, no, you don't understand. They show it to my mom. My mom works with all these galleries. She says, you got to do an art show. I'm like, yeah, all right. So, you know, I didn't know what I know now about researching stuff. And so I just found the first art show, and I signed up and, you know, got accepted. And I, you know, it wasn't even a real art show. It was one of those like uh, art walk things that every city has, you know, first Friday, third Thursday, whatever, some kind of alliteration in a day of the week. And um, there was, I don't know, maybe like 20 people walked by the whole night. And I didn't sell anything. And I went through a whole lot of trouble to. Like I was the only, I brought a friend's trade show booth and like everyone else has brought these little teeny tiny, you know, fold up tables. But the short point was, I was like, well, I didn't sell anything. Yes, I'm not an artist. So I stopped making art. And then 10 years later, while I was couch surfing, uh, and I was, um, I was in Maui. And my buddy was like, oh, you, you love all this cool graphics and stuff. I can't wait to take you to all the galleries in Maui. And I was like, yeah, can't wait. And he forgets about it. And then like two days before we leave, he's like, oh, wait, I never took you to the galleries. We got to go. I'm like, no, it's okay. He's like, no, I feel so bad. I'm like, no, it's all right. I had a great time, you know. And he's like, no, we'll go. I'm like, yay. You know, I guess because I thought that – um. I didn't sell anything as an artist 10 years prior and I'm not an artist that I guess all galleries must be boring and snooty and stuff. And we went and I was just blown away. I could not believe it in fact, but it was boring for my friend cause he had to wait on me. Like I had to look at every <laughs> single piece and by the fourth or fifth gallery, I just had to like, big feeling of heartbreak like why am i not doing this stuff like, i knew i could do stuff that was as good or better than everything i saw in those galleries and you know maybe not at that time but if i you know put in the work and you know so we get back to the mainland um like two days later and i'm like all right well you know i gotta do art every day and that lasted an entire two weeks. And then in April 23rd, 2012, um, it, I, was, I was actually taking a couple of days off of, away from everything, away from the internet, away from my phone. There's just some friends trying to plan, like, what do I like? What do I want my life to look like? What do I want? Uh, in my life and what don't I want in my life and I remembered that painful feeling of heartbreak and I was like I don't want that in my life and you know we're supposed to come up with our strategies so what are you going to do about it like what are you going to do to accomplish that and I remembered that um, you know through the WordPress uh, launch, you know, there that accountability was the tool that that got me to complete things. And so I said, well, I'll just announce on Facebook that I'm just gonna post a drawing every day and you know, I'm sure that somewhere out there, some asshole just waiting and go, ha, I knew it, you're a fucking loser, you couldn't do it, ha ha, you know, like waiting for me to flake out. And those poor assholes are still waiting. You know, it's been like, what would I say, like 1,358 days now? Yeah, it would take. <laughs> I, think, I think they've probably gotten tired of, of waiting by now. And, and now it's, it, it's become an, an obsession, an addiction. It's, um, I kind of, you know, like I'll, I'll skip sleeping. There's, there's, um, there's this one night I, um, I, I started dating this girl and like, it was like brand new and, you know, we were, uh, we were naked in bed and, you know, that like post sex thing where you just kind of start drifting off to sleep and, 
it's, I don't know, two in the morning. And all of a sudden, I'm like, fuck, it's just quiet. What? You know, like, I, I was just jump out of bed, kind of. And, and she thought there was, like, a fire or something. Because why would someone jump out of bed like like that two in the morning? Um, I'm like, I didn't do my drawing of the day. And I run naked to the other room. I get my laptop. And I, I start cranking out until, you know, basically, like, six in the morning. Um, right when she had to go to. So she didn't get much sleep. But. I got my drawing done for the day, um, and there, there's a lot of crazy stories. You know, I've I've done them sober. I, I've skipped sleeping. I skipped I skipped a lot of things, but I did not skip uh, my art. And there's actually like one other story that ties into that that I think Just is going to uh, apply to your listeners as a as a good reason to do something as a um, a good you know whatever uh, the, the thing was in uh three years ago um so actually three and a half years ago and ending in three years ago um and three and a half years ago i was like oh well um you know i've i've never had six-pack abs like i think i'd like to have them by my 36th birthday so i had five months to go and so i started dieting like all these fun crash diets i was I find I do things in ways that I have fun, like I have to have fun or I get bored very easily. Yep. So I, I found like this diet called carb backloading. So I was posting my my food pictures to, to Facebook and people were like, You're gonna get so fat and you're gonna die of a heart attack and, and I lost weight. So like I was getting to have like um ice cream and like like a couple pints of ice cream and uh four bags of candy and large drinks like like three nights a week and people just didn't get it but hey you know science uh it worked and but uh, it was diet and i was exercising super hard i was doing capoeira which is a brazilian martial arts Mm -hmm. who don't just who don't know it and it was i was doing um weightlifting and running and all that stuff and on my birthday, December 16th, um, I look in the mirror, you know, I wake up, I look in the mirror, did I achieve my goal? I did. I was so happy, like, wow, cool, I did something that, um, you know, I never did. And by the way, I leveraged the same thing. I leveraged accountability as the way to keep me going. I'd post pictures and basically my underwear every Friday and a picture of the scale and obviously, you want the picture to be an improvement from the previous week, you know, because <laughs> uh, you're kind of on the spot like that. Anyways, so I achieved my goal. Ooh, ah, uh, you know, it, it's kind of a pointless goal, but it was something I'd never done and many people don't ever do, and so yay. And so I call some friends up, and I'm like, "All right, cool. It's my birthday. I got my abs. Let's let's go celebrate." We went out for cakes and margaritas, and the next day I was like, "Well, I'm going to take the day off from working out because you know I freaking earned it. I reached my goal." And the next day I was going to go work out, and I'm like, "You know, it's a weekend. It's my birthday. I, you know, I'll take the weekend off." And then. So basically a day turned into a weekend, turned into a week, turned into a month, turned into a year, turned into two years, and I'm like, fuck, I'm fat. And and I got to start working out again. And so the point was that with the art, I'm not giving it a single day. I refuse to. People are like, why don't you just take a day off? I'm like, no, because a day could turn into two days. And so I'm, you know, could turn into a weekend, could turn into a week, could turn into a month, could turn into a year. I'm just not willing to take that chance. And so no matter what, I don't care if I'm sober, I don't care if I'm sick, I don't care if I'm injured, I don't care if I'm hooking up with someone. I don't, <laughs> you know, it, it, it doesn't matter what. I will make Art. I don't care if I don't have art supplies around. I will make something. Yeah. You know, I, I, I drew something on a napkin because that's all I had available. Another night, um, I lost all the skin on my hand because there was no art supplies. So I used a bar of soap and I carved it for about 14 hours, made a little sculpture out of it. 
And you know how you it burns if you get like a drop in your eye? Yeah. For a second. <laughs> Apparently you're not supposed to hold on to this stuff for like fourteen hours. It's really bad for you. Oh, so, shit. Yeah, you know, I learned that lesson, but it's it's a funny story. So I love it, you know. The best way to have have things happen to you is the way that they can always be a good story. I mean that's something that I did when I do stand up is like I stopped doing stand up for like a year and a half and then Last year, 2015, um, I was watching a uh, comedian called Ari Shafir, who, if you guys don't know who he is, please check him out. Ari's a great guy um, for his stand-up. And he was doing this thing called, uh, oh, God, was it just, I can't remember what it's called. It's, it's a show on Comedy Central he does. Um, that, this can't be happening. That's it. Ari Shafir, this can't be happening. All he does is literally get all his, himself and other comedians just telling stories about shit that's happened in their lives. And I was like, this is hilarious. Because if you ask me to tell me a joke, I can't. The first time we went on stage, I didn't tell jokes. The first time we went on stage, I had 10 seconds of freezing time. Where I, had, I couldn't say anything because I was scared shitless. And it was more on dare than anything else. The guy that dared me to go on stage literally yelled out 10 seconds in, just talk about how your dad thinks you're gay. <laughs> I, had, I had like hours of material on this. I condensed it down to five minutes and just went straight for it. The crowd was laughing. I was like, all I'm doing is just telling stories about my life, and you'll find out. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's, um, what's his face? David, um, he's a writer. He's, um, I'm blanking. He wrote, like, the Santa Land Diaries, and David something. He's got a sister. It's also, uh, here, I'll just Google him real quick. Like, Google's off right. We can do this with a podcast. Don't, you know, whatever. Uh, what what's the book uh, called? Uh, David Sedaris. David Sedaris is hilarious. Any of his books will make you crack up, and they're nothing more than just these crazy stories about his his life and his family. Like nothing is sacred. Um, yeah. But yeah, oh uh, well, is it? Will it make a cool story? is basically like my compass for you know if i want to do something when i was couch surfing you know i got a phone call like hey man or um you know you you want to you want to crash with some cage fighters i'm like oh yeah how could that go wrong right you know uh <laughs> you know uh after i was couch surfing i get you know buddy was like hey uh you want to you want to go to Budapest to drive some tanks. And I was like, yeah. That was Rob's thing, wasn't it? Yeah, that was, that was Rob's thing. And, you know, like, it was just, it was, it was a no-brainer because um, you, that's got to make for a cool story, you know? Yeah. Like, I mean, <laughs> Budapest, tanks, yeah, sure, you know? And then I went to Amsterdam afterwards. Huh. Um, nice. So, yeah, will it make a cool story? Definitely. Now, something you said that I really want to go back to because you touched upon it is kind of like getting um, accountability for what you do because that's a huge thing. And as much as I love these podcasts, just to be like, you know, stuff with there's something like huge and gleaming right there. And that's what she said. I'll do that to myself before (laughs) Ori does. Um, the, The thing is that like it has to be like explored upon because that's one of the big things that really changed it for me was getting accountability, how do I move forward in my business, how do I move forward in my life, um, like 2014, like the end of 2014, my accountability was, I have to move to London, and I did, like, I moved from Plymouth to London with three days left, like, I didn't even have a moving van until the, uh, <clears throat> until the Friday before I left, because I was leaving on Monday, and the moving van booked for Monday on the Friday, and I didn't even pack my apartment until like 10 hours before I had to leave. Nice. But I had an accountability partner with me going, all right, if you don't do this, then you owe me money. Like, I well, I don't like you, owing money to people. I don't, you know, it, you gotta, you definitely gotta know what motivates you. So that's part of the secret for accountability, right? Because people are like, oh, well, you know, you'll owe me money, and I'll book. Okay, and I'll just be like, it's it's just money. Um, that's not really a motivator oh, for me. I didn't tell you the rest of this. It was basically right. money, but there was that was the least painful part. The worst part was I had to dress up. Um, <clears throat> well, I had to dress up in a p- 
pink fluffy tutu and dance around the city I lived in at the time um, for the whole day. Um, the thing is, I lived in Plymouth, where I think I was the only brown guy. I can't remember. There was like I hardly saw other people of any ethnicity down there, so it was kind of like daunting. Doesn't it say this is good? This could go horribly wrong. It's so funny. Let's just see what happens. Because like, well, okay. at the same time, you know, I mean, it would just give your dad more ammunition. Exactly. <laughs> that was the, that was the, uh, that was the other reason because they were going to video. I was like, God damn! All right, fine, I'll do it. But um. Yeah, I mean, seriously, there's so like the accountability. So, how did you, as someone that has a very similar like mindset to like, um, you know, just your mind goes in different directions if you don't tame it. How did you find the right partners? Because you kind of touched touch upon it. it. Has to be something that motivates you. But how did you find that thing? Because I know there's some people that can't find that. It took me ages to find what mine was. Oh, it absolutely took ages, and you have to try anything and everything, you know. So for me, it's. It, it's um it's public accountability um there there's a couple of things right so i've i've got a lot, i got a lot of friends that love me uh, i'm 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 a goofball i'm i'm very loyal i'm extremely helpful um you know and so when and and i and i never really ask for help um i'm sort of a do it yourselfer but um you know my my friends always like when when I actually have something that I need like my friends kind of jump to the rescue and so they'd always try to when I when I'd get frustrated like oh I'm not getting this thing done I'm not getting that thing done you know they 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 try to uh, you know impose the things that would work for them and you know sort of like all right well you know uh, so like tight deadlines are one of the things that work for me for example um i tend to procrastinate until um last you know like something something's due and then then i'll do it and so my friends would try to like impose deadlines on me they're like right well you gotta do it by september blah 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 i'm like or what like that's just you pulling a fucking date out of your ass it doesn't actually there's no consequence. It's not real. So it's 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 got to be a real deadline and part of that. So when I was in Costa Rica and that's when I was like, you know, I, I need, I'm going to start on a product and when I get back and I get back, I was visiting my folks and I, uh, I, I started recording make wordpress easy and um you know then i i I had to get going i was i was speaking at south by southwest and i had a literally 24 hours of driving which of course me being me i was just going to do in like one fell swoop and um and so that was a real deadline i had to leave by that day and so I was just I was at my folks for three weeks I'm, I'm working on the course and um, I did what I didn't have it like finished but I, I had it definitely a good beginning and I did some of the things that you need to do in order to launch a product um, or to take money you know I had, to, I had some sales buttons and a little sales page and whatever and um i bought my first smartphone um it was a samsung epic and i i get on the road again i that was a real deadline because i had to get on the road so right before i get on the road I'm, i just i post the link i'm like hey everyone you know my new course uh wordpress blah 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 and 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 i take off and about eight or ten hours into it, I pull over in the middle of nowhere, and I'm like, dude, I got a smartphone. It does internet. I should probably set up email. You know, what if someone's got questions, I can answer them, and then maybe they'll buy. And, you know, I, I set up my email on my phone, and I'm like, holy shit. I already had three sales at 197 wow. Like. I made money while I was driving. That was really exciting. So I already had location independence because, you know, I could just pull over and, 
um, anywhere there was Wi-Fi and I could make websites for people or, you know, I could do my photography from anywhere. I could do whatever I needed. I could, I could kind of do, but it was, it was time for money. And now I pulled over and I saw that I made money while I was driving. I was like, this, that's amazing. Now, it took, what was February? Um, uh, it took like another nine months, again, with the whole accountability thing before I could get done, like before I, I finished it to the point where it was launchable. But the fact that I took people's money, that kept me going. That was accountability. That was real. That was someone paid me and now I've got to complete it. You know, that wasn't the friend saying, okay, well, you have to have it done by next week. I mean, I did have that. And the other piece of the puzzle was um, I've, like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm helpful. I've got a lot of favors out there. And so I already had like a lot of people are like, oh yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll promote your course. I'll, you know, I'll promote your product before people even knew what it was. They're like, oh dude, you're doing a course, you're doing a product. Cool. I'll, I'll launch, I'll promote, you know, whatever. And I was like, cool. And, uh, you know, so I had, uh, a good friend, Kate Buck Jr. Uh, she is gonna, she's gonna promote it. And she was the one, she was actually my accountability partner. And, um, uh, she was being published by Perry Belcher and Ryan Dice. And those guys are good friends too. And they're like, dude, when's your damn course done? And like everyone was staying on my ass about it. And she's like, seriously, when, when are we going to launch? And so my first mailing, most people, you know, like have to kiss ass and, you know, like they'll get like a small list and this and that. My first mailing went to like uh, a list of, I think it was 35,000 at the time. It converted super well. So Ryan then mailed to uh, the Laura Betterly list. And then he, uh, because that did well as well, it, uh, they mailed it to Ryan Dice's own list. And, you know, once people, everyone's like, oh, dude, I saw your product go out to Ryan's list. You must be pretty oh, badass. I want to mail for it, too. Like, people didn't even care what the product was. They just saw that Ryan's mailing it, so it must be good. And, you know, the rest is history. But it was it was having an accountability partner. Uh, it was having friends that, you know, are willing to ride your ass about it and it was taking people's money so that I didn't have a choice. I mean, I can give people back their money, but you know, that would have been kind of a shame because my, my course has like literally changed people's lives. Um, I, I got, you know, some of my students like hated their gigs, their jobs, and now they have their own internet marketing, you know, like their own web design businesses that they outsource a bunch of the work and um, they make a heck of a lot more money than they ever used to and they, you know, they have location independence and a lot more free time and um, I mean, I got some crazy stories that I, my students have told me and I was just like, oh my, it's so moving. And, and you, you, you hear your stories, you know, I made another course about how to sell your website services so that you're not, you know, a lot of people learn how to do websites and they get all excited like, oh my God, you know, my friends keep asking me to do it and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, so, you know, they, they start charging a couple hundred dollars for it. And, but that's, that's where everyone's competing for. I'm like, why don't you charge a couple thousand instead? And. I had one of my students uh, when I when I again the accountability thing I, I mailed all my students and I was like hey guys I'm about to do this other course on how to sell your website services for like good money not for like little dinky hundred or two hundred dollars and uh, if you'd like to get a discount on it you can you know uh, pre-purchase it for $97 instead of $197 or $297, which will be later. And, um, 
you know, this way you not only get cheaper, but you also get to participate live in the recording. Again, accountability, you know, I knew there would be someone showing up each week on the other line of that call, and I had to have content ready for them. And um, anyway, so one of my students sends me um, a letter later on. He's like, hey, man, I just thought you'd want to know. Um, it was about, uh, like, two weeks before Christmas. I was unemployed for, um, sorry, it was one week before Christmas. I'd been unemployed for about three months. Um, I didn't know how to tell my wife that we we're actually going to get evicted soon and I didn't know how to tell my kids that we're not having Christmas that year and um, you know then I got your your email about your selling websites for good money course and I didn't have any money I checked my credit card balance I had like a little bit left so I basically used the last of my credit or damn near the last of my credit to get your course and I was highly motivated you could say and so he he used what I taught week one of the class he was at a party um, and uh, he just hustled he sold three websites that night before even like going through before the course was like barely even started you know I just sold a couple things and he took action and he took massive action and he sold three websites for a grand total of seven thousand dollars he collected that night he's like i couldn't believe it and one night i you know made more than i would have made had i been employed those three months and i never told my my wife didn't know that we were going to get evicted the kids didn't know there was going to be no Christmas. You know, I took the wife to the spa, and uh, I took I got the kids, like, bicycles and Xboxes. And I was like, holy shit, dude, you know, if you had just asked me, I would have given you access to the course for free if I knew you were, like, that badly off. Like, my God. I'm like, but, yeah, thanks for, you know, thanks for sharing. You know, like, wow. And, and you think, like, you know, and this guy's got his life together now. And, and you think, like, wow, what would have happened if I just, you know, so, uh, I'll tell you the, the worst kind of procrastination is perfectionism because that's, I was like, oh, you know, my course isn't ready yet. I need to make, you know, blah, 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 and, and um, need better graphics, and I need to re-record this and that. And I was, you know, I'd find reasons because if you don't launch it, it can't fail, right? But, um I, I had a, so accountability is great and the other thing that goes with accountability is specificity you mm -hmm. know Kate busted me she's like alright so how, what's left and I'm like you know I got, I got a few videos she's like well, what's a few and I actually had to pull out my my outline and like I'm like I got 12 videos she's like alright well those 12 videos um you know, you have to get them to me by such and such date, and um, on those, because I I tend to do things in a grandiose kind of way, and so my my course has like a lot of animations, and you know, it's it's goofy and this and that, and um, so um, you know, she's like, no animations, no editing, no nothing. Like you have to. Um, you have to use uh, Jing, which only has um, uh, five minute. Uh, uh, what do you call it? A five minute limit on it instead of you know unlimited. If you use Camtasia or something like that, and I was like, huh, all right, well, so I did it. You know, I. I, I did those ones without animations, without editing. You know, I think I, I was able to at least make it interesting. You know, I did like real time editing because uh, you can pause and unpause. So at least it was, you know, there weren't like, okay, and now 
I did this, now let's wait for the page to load. No, I would push the button, then I would pause, then the page would load, then I would unpause and so on. But those 12 videos had no animation, no graphics, I was just doing my thing. And you know what? Nobody noticed. Like, I'm the only one who gave a shit. <laughs> and nobody... You know, that's that's the thing. So many times in our lives, we're like, oh, my God, I got to do this thing. I got to do that thing. And no, no one gives a shit. You're the only one who cares. It's all in your head, you know. And But that little thing that's all in your head is the thing that's preventing you from doing something that, that's going to be great. That's going to change people's lives. It's going to make you money. I mean, hell, that's a great side effect of changing people's lives, you know. And then you can go fly to Budapest to drive some tanks. Yeah, it's insane just how much, like, as soon as you take action, things change. No, they have yeah. the imperfect action trumps perfect action every time. Any day. Yeah. Absolutely. It's it's insane how much that happens. Now, Ori, we've covered a crap load of stuff, but we actually kept it in this realm, and it's good that we actually got to this point, because there is a question I love asking everyone that comes onto the show. And it's something I want to ask you. It's essentially people are in that situation where they can't, not they can't, they're stuck between jumping for the next level or where they are and where they want to go. They don't know how to get there. And it's just like little tweaks. If you were to give three pieces of advice, the one thing I want to do different with you is mindset is one of them, then an actual application. And I'm guessing the third one I already kind of know, but we'll say three things that someone could do to start taking action to move out from where they are to where they want to go. What would they be? Uh, okay, so so mindset, application, and and a third thing. Yeah, just like, that third thing would well, be a wild card. Okay. Yeah. Um. Well, I mean, first of all, get started. Like, uh, I would probably say sacrifice. Uh, is like one of the things because shit. I don't know. Now I got to break things up into three individual things. Oh, I dude, just just go in for dude. Just uh, ramble. I mean, Look, look right now um I, i've been i've been doing this this daily art thing right and everyone's like oh my god you're such a great artist blah 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 you know there's like the whole like ten thousand hour things right so well first of all do something you fucking love like i mean there's you might have to do some things you don't love in the process to get to the thing that you love uh, but figure out what you love like for me um I love this art. Like I said, I will do this no matter what. That's there's not that many things that I can do that with. And so any sacrifice is kind of worth it. You know, it's what I'd be doing if there's no money involved. There's what I'd be doing if there's money involved. And um so right now I literally am getting two to three hours of sleep a night because I got like my business, I got make WordPress easy. I got, um, I got a couple of things. I mean, not everything's, uh, in the open, but there's, there's a couple of projects that I'm working on, not things that I love, but I still make time for the art. And the more I've been doing this art, the more time, like, uh, there's time where I'm gonna be like, oh, I'm just gonna do a quick sketch, right? I'll just post that. But because it's so much part of my identity now, like I can't, you know, that little oh yeah, I'll just do a quick sketch. You know, it turns into like ten hours or something. I'm like, damn it, again, no sleep. Ah, and and so I literally I went to sleep this morning at 9.30 and I woke up at 10.55 to catch the podcast with you. Um, you, you know, I, I, I had three alarm clocks because I didn't want to miss it, uh, obviously. Oh. And I gave myself, oh, five minutes to wake up. So if, if you figure out figure out what it is that you're willing to sacrifice everything for, you know, that... And, and then you have to make the sacrifice. I mean... For fuck's sake, you know, it's like, I don't know, I'm, it, 
it, it's it's real easy to you know go oh you know if you're if you're dating or if you have friends or you have a family or a relationship or whatever right like everyone's like oh but I gotta make time for blah 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 absolutely right you know like I mean friends are there family's there but if people care about you they will give you the time they will understand that you're trying to do something great and one of the reasons that. Um, well-meaning friends and family actually are the number one killers of uh, oh, so there's probably a second thing you have to be able to ignore the people that love you and care about you and that you love and all that stuff because um, it, it is well-meaning friends and family that are the number one killers of dreams and the reason is it's, it's actually goes back to primitive caveman times, your your reptilian brain, um, with the amygdala is is uh, this it's the part of your brain that creates the the fear, you know, it's the the part that's supposed to save you if there's a big old dinosaur, you know, or freaking saber toothed tiger that's gonna you know, be out there. What if there's one of those? Well now we don't have saber toothed tigers and so most of our fears are just in our head, you know, it's like, oh well, what if I do this and 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 I fail and I'm gonna be embarrassed and you know, blah blah blah. Um, you know, my my parents don't quite understand like what <laughs> much of what I do, um, so you know, they just kind of shake their heads and. Like, you know, like, oh, God, why is our son posting pictures of himself in his underwear every week, you know? <laughs> but but I'm doing something that most people will never accomplish, that I've never succeeded at before, you know, while um, doing all this stuff towards the art. Like, my dad was like, you know, you need to, uh, you, you know, you, you need to, first of all, no sentence that starts with you need to directed at me is going to go well. Well, and but, well for um, in our industry. <laughs> you know, exactly. And so, I was like, yeah, you need to stop doing the daily art. I'm like, why don't you and, and get a full-time job? I'm like, why? I'm like, all right, you just lost speaking privileges for the day. Like, this, I'm not even letting you finish your sentence. It's just, that's it. Like, no, done. Like, why? Um, so, some people just won't understand. But I, I was saying the reptilian brain thing, and it stems from that people, y you used to have to have your tribe. You used to, you know, like cavemen would, would roam the streets. Actually, there were no streets. They would roam the grasslands together foraging for food. And if there was a dinosaur or, you know, like I said, saber tooth or whatever or another tribe, um, you know, if you didn't have your tribe, you were probably going to die. And thus, now, you and me, Adol, we were both like working at McDonald's and um, I say, you know, this job kind of sucks and I love playing Nintendo with you and all that stuff, And but, you know, I got this idea for a business and it's... I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna quit McDonald's and I'm gonna start my own business and you're gonna be like what no dude what if your business fails I read that like you know like the majority of businesses fail in their first year and those that don't die within like the fifth year and it's only like one percent of businesses that survive or something like you know then you'll have like no money and you won't be able to get a job and you know you're gonna be too busy to, and really it comes down to if you succeed you're no longer going to be around to play Nintendo with me and hang out with me at McDonald's. If you succeed, it means that I'm going to either be left behind or I'm going to have to step up my own game or I'll be left behind. And, and we are scared of loss. And thus, you know, people like my parents are worried about what other people are going to think, you know, because if you get embarrassed, you're going to get kicked out of the tribe, you're going to get eaten by dinosaurs. Um, <laughs> and, and so you have to be, if you have a dream, 
and if you don't, I suggest you find one. But you have to be willing to ignore the people who are trying to save you. You know, the people who are trying to have you be normal. The people who are telling you to to get a job, or you know, why why are you going to put yourself in debt? You know, like you just you know, like that's dangerous, or you know, why are you going to destroy your credit in order to? you know, do this, like, if you, you look at Steve Jobs, right, he's pretty single-minded, uh, I mean, he's, like, the ultimate example of, like, single-minded focus towards his vision, I mean, a lot of people, are like, ah, oh, he was a douche, he was an asshole, but the dude changed the world, um, by leaps and bounds, and there's not that many people like that, and we have, you got, Richard Branson, you know, there, there's a lot of people, and, and that actually is why I love internet marketing. It, 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 it doesn't have to do so much with the, oh, well, um, it's not about the make money schemes and all that. It's just that um, there's just so many great people who have had to educate themselves uh and that's 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 another one of the things like once you figure out what it is that you want to do uh just dive in man like go and find everything and anything that you can about it find mentors um i the reason my jewelry is kicking so much ass even though i've only been doing it for two weeks is because I found a good mentor, and now that um, I've found a direction that I really like, like I really enjoy painting and sculpting and all that stuff, but it's, it's kind of tough to market. Um, I didn't, it, I'm someone who has commitment issues, all my ex-girlfriend will tell you, uh, but, you know, and that doesn't just apply to ex-girlfriends, it applies to really, like, anything, so, like, what are you gonna, what are you gonna sell, uh, well, art, well, what kind of art are you gonna sell, I don't know, I mean, are you a painter, are you a sculptor, I don't know, man, you put something in front of me, I'll make something out of it, I carve, I weld, I, you know, paint, I sculpt, I just, I got, like, a billion kinds of uh, clay, uh, like it, it and, and, and there's just always new techniques, and so uh, you know, like committing to one thing, wow. But jewelry, there's a just something really awesome about it, and B, every time I post something, people want to buy it. Well, if that's not a signal that you know you're onto something, um, I don't know what it is, you know, I don't know what it is. So, find your thing. Be willing. Find your thing that you're willing to sacrifice for. Make the sacrifice. Be willing to ignore people. Find a mentor and uh, and and delve into it. You know, even if you have to blow off sleep and other things like that. Uh, so that's probably more like four or five things in the guise of a three thing question. Hey, it worked. It kicks people's asses and it gets them to do the thing they need to do. Thank you, Ori. That is freaking awesome. Guys, go ahead and apply what Ori said. Also, check out Ori's site, oribengal.com. Uh, all the other sites really all just redirect to your main one, which is awesome. Dude, thank you so much for coming on to the podcast. I'm freaking so glad you took the time to do this, considering how, you know, how little you've slept. <laughs> well, I, you know, it, it's... You know that's that's a that's another that's another thing that's a you know item number five or six or whatever. I mean you know there's there's four kinds of people in this world: those that can do math and those who can't. So, um, like, help other people out. It it's you never know. First of all, who it's going to help. You, you never know what. I I keep getting crazy little, you know, quote-unquote testimonials or whatever. Um, you just, you never know what the help that you offer is going to do, you know. And, and so I, I I take every podcast and interview that people ask me to do, 
because you never know who is going to hear it and you never know what it's going to do for them. I've gone through all these, you know, experiences in my life and all that stuff. I mean, I already told you some of the testimonials from my, my course and, um, but I, I, I always try to help people. It's, it's actually, uh, we joke around to have a superhero complex. Um, Kate was crying one night cause she had a ginormous project that was due, uh, which later on actually turned into her, uh, best selling course. Let's get social. Um, she practically invented social media management and she was like, she was, she had, she had one of those deadlines that I mentioned and, uh, you know, she thought she's going to get blacklisted from the industry because she's like, I don't have enough. I did all these interviews, but it's, it's not laid out well. I got this, this, you know, and it's due tomorrow. And, and, you know, she's just like freaking out. I'm like, I'll save the day. And, and it's funny because a friend of mine, oh, do you need a cape? And I'm like, you got a cape? Fuck yeah, I'll take a cape. And they gave me this little shitty cape that was held on with like a safety pin. And <laughs> I show up wearing a cape to save the day and I told him like, here, just, just go to sleep. I'm like, I know all this social media crap. And I, you know, I read through what she had. I, I edited it. I added a bunch of stuff. I laid it out like all nice. Cause I got lots of graphic design skills and all that stuff. And, um, yeah, basically the, the people whose project it was, uh, later told her that she had by far surpassed anything that any of the other contributors to the project had done and you know later on she uh got uh that content back and like i said later turned into let's get social which had got i know over 50,000 um you know members to that membership site and Literally, you know, and these weren't even like technical people. Uh, most of them, the majority of the people that it was sold to were, you know, women in like their 40s to 60s that were looking for extra income. And, uh, you know, it was promoted that like, hey, you know, uh, <laughs> Perry Belcher wrote this and, and Kate hates him for it. But, you know, he said, oh, yeah, you know, even a donkey with an iPad can do it. And so, of course, these people are like, oh, yeah, woo, if a donkey with an iPad can do it, I can do it. And, uh, you know, so uh, it, it, it's about changing lives. I mean, let, let's face it. That's that's what Apple is doing. You know, that's what uh, all the major companies that are you know, they're game changers, all, all the like multi-billion dollar companies and it's all the successful entrepreneurs. It's finding problems and solving them that are going to change people's lives. And so, yeah, go, go after and change people's lives. I mean, you know, you're doing that with your podcast. Yeah. I mean, one of the greatest things I love about this podcast is I created this simply because I got sick and tired of people doing the same boring ass interview, you know, the same 10 questions that you get everywhere you go. Mm -hmm. I got bored of that. I was like, I want to talk to someone because at the end of the day, I'll give you an example. Um, there's a guy called Paul Karch who does Boss Academy. I was on his podcast a couple of weeks ago and we'll be redoing it again. And he was on my podcast. While he was on my podcast, he told me that he interviewed one of my greatest heroes of all time. After the podcast, I was like, dude, do you mind doing an introduction if it's okay? Because it's better than okay. You're a cool guy. Let me do it. Because your podcast is really, really mellow. I'm interviewing. I'm interviewing my hero tomorrow night. Like tomorrow night at this time, I would have interviewed and edited the show for my hero, and it would be freaking awesome. And the only reason you get stuff like that is because a, you share good content. B, you do things that you love. I mean, this podcast doesn't pay me all that much, but it pays me in realms of knowing that I'm helping other people out there. Because your advice, you know, it could it could be great me coming out and saying, yeah, uh, get an accountability partner. So I'm like, yeah, whatever, I'll shut the fuck up, doesn't matter. Ori comes on, get an accountability partner. Ori's the man. 
Well, I, I tell you, you know, there, there, there's, um, I got another piece of advice for these people. Uh, and sorry, I mean, you know, <laughs> no, it's a dude, it's podcast. So cool. <laughs> there's no like hard limit. It's not like it's costing us uh, yeah. money to. I mean, there's, I got, I got projects I need to be doing right now. But uh, it's, it's, um, so be interesting. Like, don't just like even if you have to have a job or something that you hate and stuff like i said you know that's why you have to sacrifice and do the things and drive towards those goals um but you know also like live your freaking life like do cool shit right uh so you do stand-up comedy i did stand-up comedy once um i've competed in the world championships of punch slinging i've broken the world record at gordo's donuts of uh <laughs> i mean like how surfed with ufc cage fighters and there's a lot of all sorts of crazy stories right like people i've played bull poker i've jumped off of bridges and out of planes and you know the stories go on and on and on for for way longer than we got now here's the thing if you're helpful and you're interesting you're going to be able to connect with anyone and everything um, that's how I get a lot of my mentors and, um, these are people that most people like wish they could, uh, get as mentors. Uh, in fact, actually my two o'clock, uh, call, um, is with an, th this one guy who basically last year sold, uh, a million dollars worth of art and just in limited edition prints and stuff and like most artists are like what you can't do that artists are supposed to starve what a million dollars you know he's probably famous no you've, you've probably never heard of this guy he's a uh, he's, he's a colorblind artist that um you know sells um like he does uh his art in pencil because he's colorblind and um so his big thing is be interesting. Like mm -hmm. it, it's most artists are um, boring at times. Well, well, no, it's most artists think it's about the art, and and you, not you at all. You like the listener might be thinking that you know you are your job, or that this you know you are whatever, but like. Whatever you are and whatever you do, be interesting. Like, have a lot of crazy stories. Go on adventures. Like, live your fucking life, you know? Like, I don't know, have a threesome. Do some drugs. Like, there's some good life advice right there. <laughs> yeah. Well, one of the two is legal, which is fine. Depending uh, on which you country know, you are. Depending on which country you're in. Look, legality is... <laughs> it's a funny concept you know, to me. and i've been to a lot of conferences where i've connected with people because like i pulled out a joint or something and i was like and people like were like oh again a lot of the people that you normally like want to connect with be like oh thank god someone brought some my god you know and um and everyone else like oh, oh, dude you know like i've <laughs> I've done shrooms at a particular conference or two, and I've shared with some friends. And guess what? We're still great friends. You know, like these are, if that's a great how do you do, you know, right? And mm -hmm. um, so there's just all these crazy stories, but it's because I, I stand out like a sore fucking thumb. You know, like I've, I've gotten so many free drinks because people overheard other people asking me if, uh, did you really do that bull poker thing? I'm like, yeah, I mean, you can go catch it on my YouTube, whatever. And people are like, what? And what's, what's bull poker? You know, four people sit around a small card table holding cards and you let a pissed off bull into the arena and then the last person out of their seat, uh, wins. And if the bull hits you, you you know, while well, you're kind of out of your seat, um, and uh, I didn't win. The, the bull smashed. Uh, he threw the guy in front of me eight feet in the air and then smashed the table into me, and that kind of broke my chair, and then I had to, like, go running around, you know, all the bulls chasing me, which was, was fun, you know, 2,000-pound bull. And, you know, people are like, dude, you're crazy. I'm buying you a drink. I'm like, all right, cool. And, you know, it it's just st stupid shit like that. I mean, 
you know, thankfully I did a lot of that while I was younger. But, you know, I mean, I, I still do stupid shit. Like, at every, you know, month or two, I'll, I'll do something. And it keeps life fun. But when you go to talk to someone, you're not limited to what do you do for answering who you are. Yep. You know, and, and so you have a podcast, you're an internet marketer, you've moved, you were willing to dance around in a pink dress in the middle of Plymouth, you know, like, it, you're interesting, right? And here we are. You, you were talking about the, the being on podcasts and having the same 10 questions. Well, I fuck with those people because... I'll answer those 10 questions in ways that they've never heard before. And, you know, like, so uh, when, when people uh, call me to, to book a, a podcast, they're like, all right, how's this time? You know, uh, uh, and can you put aside an hour? I'm like, I'll tell you what, I'm going to put aside two hours because I got all these crazy stories and tons of advice to give. And, you know, they're like, well, no, we've never had a call go. I'm like, all right, well, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what, I'll just, I'll just put two hours aside and you know, usually, yeah, that's, it always, always happens. Like this is by experience, you know? So anyways, um, so that, that should be enough to keep people ready. If you, if you need more, just, you know, let me Dude, know. I will love to have you back on the show. Just I'll that, that's happening. I got, um, I got two mentors right now. Uh, them working with one on the jewelry front. This guy's stuff is in incredible, and just I've, I've been taking like a course of his. Last night, uh, I wrote a testimonial for him on LinkedIn. Uh, it's the first testimony I ever wrote on LinkedIn. I, I didn't even know what my password was. I had to do like a reset and all that <laughs> stuff. And and I, I was like, dude, you know, if it's let me know if it's good or if you if you want me to edit it. You know, it might be a little too over the top. I can't help it. I'm a marketer. And he's like, oh my god. He's like, I need help with that. He's like, I couldn't market my bag out of my way out of a paper bag. And you look at this guy's work. And you're like, what? This guy was like featured in the Japanese Rolling Stones just for his jewelry. And it's like this his stuff is amazing. But you know, like many artists, doesn't know how to market. And I was like, yeah. I'm like, I'll tell you what. You work with me like you, you mentor me and I'll market you. And so, yeah, you know, so it, it's, again, that just goes back to what I was saying before about learn everything you can and be helpful and, and find those opportunities. And so um, I'm working with him and I'm working with um, the guy who sold a million dollars of art last year. Um, he's, he's, uh, he's working with me, mentoring me. Again, similar story of how I just, you know, volunteered to help with some stuff. And I was like, oh, cool. Yeah, I'll work with you. And so now I've got two badass mentors for the thing that I finally found that I'm willing to commit to, which, you know, is art and jewelry. And um, so my goal is actually uh, by March um, to be doing five figures uh, of art sales every month. And art is one of those things that's supposed to be like really impossible to market because it's, you know, so personalized and blah, blah, blah. But that's my goal by March. And my, um, my goal is by April 23rd, which as you know, is going to be the, my, the start of my fifth year of creating art every day is, um, to basically, be having plenty of time to sleep because I'm not doing anything other than my art, um, which, you know, is going to, I mean, at, at five figures every month, you got, you know, you can pay the bills with just that, obviously, unless you got some crazy addictions or something. And yeah. um, so let's catch up on in, in April. And yeah, for sure, dude. Well, I'll tell you what. And, how about this? April 24th. April 24th, the day after. Let's do it that way. I Let's make it the 25th because right. uh, this, uh, this is fifth year. I think I'm probably going to do some crazy anniversary celebrating. Um, All right, so we'll do the 25th. 
Perfect. All right, my man, I'll put down the uh, diary and I'll go ahead and send out an invite. Guys, go check out oribengal.com. That's B-E-N-G-A-L.com. Uh, of course, link's going to be in the description below. Ori, again, thank you so much for doing this, my friend. My Speak pleasure. Good catching up, man. Likewise. Take care.